This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I believe with every fiber of my being that the course I have set out is the right one for our country and all our people. What has been achieved today is not Brexit. I don't believe this government has negotiated fairly or effectively. Brexit is a lose-lose situation. We have always followed the EU mandate. It is utterly unacceptable to anybody who believes in democracy. Hello and welcome to Brexit The Final Countdown. It's 12 days since we should have left. It's two days until we're supposed to leave. Uh, making sense of it all this week is Paul Baldwin, our head of news, uh, in his airport departure lounge chic, uh, ready for his holiday to Madrid, not a staycation, which would have been a bit more on message, but anyway. And Thomas Hunt, our news editor. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm still Rebecca Hudson. We've got so much to get through, so let's do this. Right. Big summit this afternoon. That's not where you're headed in your ACDC t-shirt, though, is it? That is not where I'm headed, no. Uh, so we've got May is, is going back over the channel uh, to seek an extension. Uh, so she gets to go meet them for a bit. Then she gets chucked out while they have dinner. And she has to sit by herself. And then we find out if they've agreed to our sort of plea for an extension. Is that right, chaps? Uh, that's a rough uh, summation of where we are. Brilliant. That's, that's all I really do yep. here. Yep. Um, okay, so what are they going to say? What's, what do you, how does it feel in your waters? Are they going to give us an extension? How long are we going to extend for? Is it good? Is it bad? Thomas? In terms of the meeting, I think the early rumours are that it could be quite a fiery contest between, I think, that quite a few leaders back Donald Tusk's plan for a long extension. This is the letter last night, isn't it? Yes, yeah. and they feel it's, it's apparently going to centre around Macron and yeah. whether he is going to be particularly... Stubborn, difficult, and yeah, difficult. Uh, but he has been warned already not to humiliate Theresa May. By who, Merkel? Uh, by e- other EU leaders. Okay. Um, Mrs. May will go and cravenly beg uh, the EU to give us some more time to finish her homework. But uh, yet again, it's all irrelevant. Nothing, nothing will change. No positions. The positions are so entrenched in every on every side of this, and it's a multifaceted thing, that no, one, no one's going to move. They would have moved already if there was any chance of that happening. So all we're doing is, all she's doing, is kicking the can down the road um, to a, a slightly random date. Do we know why? Will we're change. My, yeah, Thomas, what's the reason that it is June, June 30th, right, is what it, she's got in mind. Is that right? It's the last possible day that they could leave and not have messed up the EU Parliament. So if okay. when they have their elections, if MEPs are elected, w- they would sit from July. So but it's just, it's, it's waiting for Godot. It's just <laughs> waiting for Brexit and waiting for Brexit. And as in Godot, it never arrives. And with May at the helm, that's exactly what's going to happen. So so this is why just last night I was just saying it's got to be like a slightly more lengthy, meaty break. So... They, extension they, rather so that, so that something can actually change because these mini these mini extensions just create more cliff edges for people like you Paul to get very excited about make mo- it makes no deal more likely which I know you're a fan of Tusk, with- Tusk is absolutely right and he probably yeah, he speaks fine. for the EU to say we're bored of this we've got other things to get on with we're, we're, Spain's got a huge unemployment problem France has got its own issues 
They don't care about Brexit. No. And they want it done with. No, but we, we do so care do about we. Brexit. And so do we. We want it done in a, in a, in a proper way, because at the moment we're about to get booted I, out, I don't mean that I, I don't mean they don't care fundamentally about Brexit. Of course they do. No, but but they don't care to give us more time to paper over the cracks to um, sort of fix things that we should have fixed two years ago. Mm. And maybe mm. the people... It's not in their interest. It's not in anyone's interest on that side of the channel. Right. On that right. note, Nick Ferrari this morning did throw his hands up and say he's done with Brexit. Not, <laughs> oh my God, not, what's he going to talk about? He said, he said there's other things to talk about and he's, he's done. He's not... <laughs> Brexit in his mind is, is finished. So oh, okay. maybe that is the fact that he has sung. I've um, I've still got the uh, the English Perry on ice for uh, eleven o'clock <laughs> on Friday on Friday night because uh, everyone keeps That's saying no deal, no, Madrid, deal, no, it, you know, no deal, no deal. Yeah, well, clearly, um, the, no deal's not going to happen. But it it is still. It, that's just it's just. It's just a ridiculous pretense. It's going to happen. I think that we'd more, we're more likely to revoke Article 50 than we are to have no deal on Friday. Yep, and well, I'm, I'm with Philip Hammond, and he's rarely wrong. Well, I'm with the people on this, because <laughs> Philip Hammond absolutely is not with the people. What, what we have, again, here is an absolutely shocking indictment of our, of our political system, really. Um, what we, we, seem to have, uh, we seem to be in a position where... Uh, a vote, a referendum that we all care deeply about, is being trampled on by the the half wits in Parliament, um, who, the self serving half wits in Parliament. And in a few days, in a few weeks' time, we will be involved in a vote which nobody wants, which has no import at the EU elections. And that seems utterly ridiculous and abhorrent to me. Yeah, abhorrent. Yeah. Grief. Well, the, the the vote we all cared about is being completely ignored by a handful of people who have their own vested interests at heart, and, and a vote which, uh, there's a hundred million uh, price tag on the EU elections yeah. that nobody wants, by the way. Which And, and who's going to pay for that? You and me, as, as usual. And, and for what? It's, it's You couldn't make it up. It's so surreal. I mean, we're, we're absolutely through the looking glass here. <laughs> um, you know, is black crazy. is white, up is down. And yep. out apparently means in. Just for a little bit longer until we can get it right, Paul, I think is why we're still in. Regarding the... We've had three years. <laughs> I, don't, I know, we've been on this podcast, I know. Regarding the EU elections, the, yeah. the interesting bit last week was Jacob Rees-Mogg saying that we should... He is a pain. Go, we should get our MEPs in and then they should do everything they Veto possibly can. Veto any increase in the budget, obstruct the putative EU army and block Mr Macron's integrationist schemes. He yes. tweeted. I mean, he's like the naughty kid. Of the well, which, is all, which, sorry, Tom, which was definitely, I think, heard by the EU. Yeah, well, because, they're freaking out. Yes. They, uh, yeah. Well, no, let's talk about Macron because he is the kingmaker, isn't he? Or the, can I just... Throw in the perfidious Albion at this point. I mean, I've got it on my right. notes as well. I, I, had mean... to, I had to look this up just to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an MP called Marc Francois, mm. who we're already a little bit suspicious about. I think we'll refer to because him as Marc Francois. That's why you're suspicious, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, perfidious Albion. It, uh, Albion, for, for those people who don't know, they're uh, pre-Raphaelites. Um, it's a posh name for Britain. And perfidious means treacherous. And that is all part of Rhys Mogg's thing. If we take part in these elections... Why would we not just cause mischief? Is that the is that the kind of Britain? Is that the kind of country that we are? We just wreak havoc. Well, we're not getting our own way. Maybe. Who is knows? that what it is to be Who British? There's, there's a, well, there's a little bit of me that thinks it will be quite funny. Good <laughs> grief! Okay, right. Okay. <laughs> our very own Mark Francois in in spirit. Um, Macron, such a dreamboat, but such a pain, right? 
it all rests on him. He, uh, he, so his big bit is he doesn't want to be seen to be giving in to populist opinion, right? Of which he classes Brexit and the whole thing as a populist movement. And why? Why is that? Because of stuff that's happening domestically for him, or is it just part of his big project thinking? The domestic bit, because he's got his yellow jackets. His the big person he fears in terms of elections and him getting mm. back in and their EU elections. Um, so he's formed his en marche party yep. to, to go through the Le Pen group. Right. And the, well, the I would counter that though by saying he actually, uh, he, he postures saying I don't want to appeal to the populists, but he knows that he has to appeal to that rump of hard right in France who do uh, follow Le Pen's occasionally grotesque policies. Um, and, but it has to bring them on side. And the best way, a brilliant way of bringing them on side is for him to be seen as the hard man kicking Le Rose Beef's ass, basically. <laughs> yeah. And um, that, that would please a lot of the Le Pen yeah, hardliners, I think. Oh, that, really? That he was, you think um, that, would tr- that would trounce? I think it, he's not seen as a hard man over there, is he? And I think that, he would, that would play into that uh, sort of, you know, Playing to that image, and right? I think, he, I think he'd like that, and I think it would bring, or it would, you know, it brings some of those on board, Good and grief. he needs them. Um, okay, so but can but Merkel kind of is in his ear, and they get on kind of well, and he doesn't want a no deal. He doesn't really want no deal Brexit, does he? We, we seem it'd be to be bad news for France. We seem to be pinning a lot of hopes on Merkel. Yeah, holding. She didn't holding even the open the door to no, Theresa May yesterday. She, I mean, she that was even, very rude. She didn't even wait, wasn't it? On, didn't the even wait on the carpet. No. I mean, she had to. Here's, here's an, uh, an interesting. Uh, um, I've got a couple of reporters in France this morning, in Boulogne, looking at uh, France's preparations for No Deal, practical preparations, which are costing, I think it's something like six million in Boulogne and similar sum in in uh, Calais. They. Whatever the political posturings, they have they are making practical provision in the ports in in the customs area for no deal. They are building barriers. They are building offices. They are building um, all the infrastructure that is required for no deal. That's the that's the actual reality of the of the situation. Whatever the um, whatever Macron says about no deal, the no deal provision is in place on that side of the channel now. France is way ahead of us, it would seem. Well, we stopped no Operation deal. Yellowhammer, didn't we, this week? We haven't, we haven't done any more, so yeah. I, I think it's clear where we think we're, what but we think we're doing. we did have, we interviewed last week a chap from, uh, who's, who has been in charge of a company regarding the ports in Britain. Mm. And he was very rosy about the whole thing in a no-deal scenario. He said that actually things would run very smoothly, if, <laughs> and the big if being if people had filled out their form. So there's a, a new form that theoretically they would have to fill out Okay. that would have a full list of going from X to Y mm. with your goods. And with that stamped, you can oh. just pass through and they'll say, someone, yeah, Someone should have told Macron he didn't need to spend all that money <laughs> well, at all, just do a bit they, of printing. The, the no deal has been demonised by vested interests in, you know, vested political interests from the go-get. But... Um, the people who actually deal with it or will have to deal with it don't necessarily see it as that big a deal, that big a problem. Mm. You know? Yeah. Op- Still, op- op- the optimistic poor community. Which is, you know, which is often the way that the, the gilded cage of Westminster is so detached from the you know real life <laughs> that uh, they don't really know what they're talking about. But it, it stands that it, <laughs> it would if we were... 
England, Wales and Scotland work. We could do a no deal. Quite, but, but, but we're we not. still are have we? the Irish This border. thing about the technology yeah. we, we touched on last you week. You love talking about technology. No, it was because so I, analog, I got, but yet you love I, drove, I drove over the uh, Dartford Crossing the other day <laughs> and I accidentally didn't pay the tariff. Uh, it was a terrible oversight on my part. And the following morning, a letter was uh, uh, um, dropped on my doormat saying, Oi, you've just gone over the Dartford Crossing with like 25 quid or whatever it was. Right. So that was completely automated. Okay. You know, uh, that technology already exists. And, and it, it suddenly doesn't take a, a massive leap of imagination to think that that technology could be then applied to, uh, to a custom, in a customs uh, situation mm. for me. Yeah. Mm. Do you have shares in this company? Are you talking them up so that they get the gig? And- <laughs> no, but they did let me off. I only had to pay £2.50, so I was very, very pleased so about that. Naturally charming. Um, just back to this extension, which I because I know I know you're very gung-ho about uh, Perry on Friday and we'll just walk away. We're not being kicked out. We're it, leaving it, of our own fruition. I, I, I remember your It statics. wasn't what I thought was the best plan initially. No. But we are where we are. And, and you've got to deal with things as they are, not you know things as you hope they can be. On June the 30th mm. or the end of the year or whenever this imaginary date when everyone suddenly comes together. But the rhetoric has opposition. changed, hasn't it? Theresa May on Sunday in that very weird fireside chat video, it's a, it's become a very binary thing. We either do Brexit with a deal or we don't do Brexit. No deal has is not is not an option, is it? For the people that are making these decisions, it's changed. It, it, May in her head. Re- well, I mean, the Tory party is now eating its own entrails, as far mm. as I can see. And maybe... I mean, she's been whipped by various, not politically whipped, but uh, not physically whipped. <laughs> but by, no, you're, uh, very, you're very figurative my, today, my, aren't you? My, um, uh, you know, uh, people in the party uh, saying we need to keep this party together because um, on the QT, Jeremy Corbyn, who has made his Brexit policy to not have a policy, and the Tory party has been in such turmoil that no one has challenged him on this for three years, mm. effectively is just waiting for the keys to number 10 to be handed over. Yeah. Well, we've got PMQs today, so maybe we they'll actually PMQs talk about today. Brexit today. Yeah. They obviously won't, they will, they never do. Um, we, so just humour me, Paul. There's an ex- we get the extension. What so do you the think? extension, it, it's a case of how long the extension, yeah. I think, is at the point where... And I'm, what I'm kind of conditions it will come with. Because yes. what will be the point of the extension if we can't really so, change or achieve anything in it? So they're... F- favoured position at the moment is a long extension which could be a year could be rumoured up to three years that would also come with the caveat that we can't use our veto powers in our MEPs yeah. wouldn't be able to do the resmall. There are still many it. conditions in intermediate, we're an down. intermediate yeah. member so right? we'd, yes we'd sort of sit at the back of the class and nod mm. um, which obviously isn't going to go down very well Theresa May hasn't done a very good job of selling anything in you know, the PR terms for quite a while. <laughs> for a while. So no. I don't see how she's going to get that across. Her favourite thing is the 30th of June. Yeah. But does that, that is where I would then fall in with Paul regarding the no deal. Because I think the, the short extension yeah. increases the chances of no deal. Really? I think if we don't get the extension yeah. this week, we could see her deal forced through. Because oh people will just God. panic. And she just said we, there aren't the numbers. There just aren't the numbers. Like, we but there will be. 
from, from, there will from where? Be. There if, haven't been. We've done this three times before. If, if Tom's already on on the fence come 30th of June, then I think we can say if, that. It's, you're you know, the barometer. If, yeah. the, <laughs> if the numbers, so if this week, if they turn around, Macron throws a hissy fit and walks out and they say, no, we can't, we no, can't it, get an what, extension. And say no extension whatsoever. You go on Friday. They're, realistically there is then a vote in parliament where they vote on revoking or may's deal yeah they'll and, revoke and well then i think you suddenly hear the brexiteers turn around and say oh the deal's not so bad after all we we <laughs> but we've been pushed we've been pushed this cliff edge so many times before not, haven't we we we've look at the final week of march we not were looking with the at binary ex- ch- we we always then had the the extent we were always going to get something from them where they said okay have come a little back bit more to us time. later on um whereas if that were to happen, I think they then have the choice of revoke. And then you have the MPs who have not backed the deal and not backed... Uh, the abstainers. That then are from leave constituents and then see a general election as probably not the, in the, the not-too-distant future. Right, and they're thinking start, about keeping their jobs. Yeah, and they start... It's a bit of self-preservation sets in. To say that you uh, you try to deliver Brexit. Actually doing what the people who put them in power asked them to do. That would be a marvellous thing all round, I think. We can <laughs> it would be pretty novel, on. wouldn't it? It would be quite novel at the moment, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the short one, I think, and I don't know whether Theresa May has thought this far ahead, but you, I think then brings no deal onto the table because by that point we've used up all our brownie points with the EU. Yeah. They turn around and say, sorry. You convinced us last time and the time before that this was all you needed to get your deal through yeah. and get something agreed. Okay. And we're pretty confident, I think, that nothing and, and nothing again, great. Even one wonders what the deal that that sort of scrapes through or would be because it would again we've touched on this before, but if she's having she's having to beg the EU for more time. She's having to beg her own party to fall in line. She's having to beg Corbyn to also fall in line and stop being mean to her. She's tried begging the DUP to keep uphold their end of the billion pound bargain. She, she was really them. bad at that. Um, she's, she's proved that she's not great at this, I think. She yeah. You might admire her <laughs> stoicism, although I think even that's wearing a bit thin with even her most ardent supporters. Um and I th- here, another th- another thing is, if we get an extension, uh, the chances of her being in power and controlling what happens to that extension are yeah. almost nil. Yeah. The party wants her to go, the country wants her to go, and I bet she wants to go. I think she just wants, <laughs> yeah. she wants to be on that flight to Madrid as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> a long extension, I think she, if it gets signed, they come out today and they say, here, Theresa, we've agreed, minimum of a year. Yeah. I think she then goes I, I can't i'm i'm not gonna last a year no because, well, there's, yeah well there's already I mean, we've already seen these like these kind of like fake hustings haven't we like yesterday at that think tank yeah he had yeah, yeah, a great and the good who were the, who were the names and hancock, the, the, hancock, hancock and tom turgenut yeah and, that's what uh, i can't penny say mordant. penny mordant so everyone's kind of you know we've got the 1922 committee meeting this afternoon yeah, yeah, we've, yeah you know they're ready but do and we the, uh, there's always the silly thing where it goes in a full circle so we had the younger candidate was Cameron yeah we went that didn't really work so we went to May so think, we then yeah. flipped back so they're, they're now desperately scrambling around for, yeah. yeah who we're then probably <laughs> going, going to be in a year's time saying oh they're quite naive they didn't really know about the <laughs> process well, they didn't have the background what what yeah, they need and what, what we need is 
is a, is a politician I don't think who who currently exists. There's, there's no big beasts. There's no um, you you need to put to get this through. We we said this before. Theresa May is a midweight politician, and it's like she's got in the ring with Anthony Joshua, and she's and and basically, I mean, she she's out of a so the EU, category. The EU is, yeah, and and like the way Joshua will be able to pin a middleweight to the ropes and toy with them <laughs> till the moment he decided to punch him to the floor. Yeah, that's what's happened with so May. We, basically, we, she's out of her depth. We need a Tyson Fury. We need a Tyson Fury. <laughs> <Right. laughs> no, we, we need we need a politician with with a towering intellect, with massive personal integrity, with supreme negotiating skills. And a little bit of charm thrown in. Okay. And, and I don't the see one anywhere. You say that that doesn't exist at the moment. What is? Are we completely beyond the possibility that something like the US situation, where someone who is not a politician, oh there's a general God. election held, and they, someone, like for well, instance, Piers Morgan just decides, it's, it's, I've got a big following on Twitter. <laughs> well, to I'm, be honest, I'm going to go for it. People and like Boris almost fall into that category because Boris was a... Uh, a TV celeb before he was taken seriously as a, as a politician and maybe should have stayed as a TV celeb. Yeah. You know. But um, is, he, is he not? So it does happen. He's so tarnished though, isn't he? Toxic, um, toxic Boris. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, this the whole, you know, uh, Boris Amber Rudd Bamba ticket, you know, if that's the... Um, is Bamba a thing? I, well, mean, I think Amber Rudd would be all right. If that's the answer, I think we're asking the wrong question, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like Bamba as well. It's just... A, Neither of you seem to have any faith in the cross-party talks, however, because that could that might they are know, still going on. They're still going on, guys. But we I, haven't had I, any. I, I everyone's position is so entrenched that, and you know, British politics is such that if you a they won't change their position mm. because they've all got vested interests and they are all looking out for themselves at every uh, every stage and, and every every area of the of the negotiation. But also, they don't want to look weak, and they would be perceived as weak. And Corbyn in, hasn't yeah. exactly made a career of compromise. No, no but these are extraordinary in. times, aren't they? Do you not Calling think... for extraordinary politicians. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll, or, you know. or Tyson Fury, if, or Tyson if nothing Fury. else. Um, but, we could, but maybe we just get, come out of it with a customs union. We've basically been in it for 40 years. Oh, we're not allowed to call it a customs that... union what, anymore. We what do we call it? To, Theresa May doesn't want to call it a customs what union. What do we call it? Uh, well, we could call it an EU yoke. Or, uh, e- right, <laughs> we, uh, but that that's no, she's been she, in it for 40 years and it's kind of been fine, so maybe no, that's what comes no, out with the bread uh, lines she, slightly blurred. There's no freedom of movement, it vaguely delivers on what you all thought what we all thought we voted for rather a couple of years ago. That is the issue in the talks at the moment, though. Yeah. Theresa May wants a customs union but doesn't want to call it a customs union, and, and Jeremy right. Corbyn has called something a customs union that he doesn't actually want as a customs union. Brilliant. And they are now are trying... Are all, all following this? <laughs> they, are now, <laughs> they are now trying to work out how both save face with whatever they yeah. try to come out with and right. actually how Theresa May doesn't call what they end up with a customs union, but it actually is. Semantics. And how Corbyn can say that this isn't the customs union, this is our bespoke version. right. But it is actually okay. Well, that feels something that we could probably work through by the end of June, doesn't it? So maybe actually, forget your no deal. It's going to be except nobody voted under the, 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 the customs vo- union no, formerly no, known you, as the customs. You can call union. it what you want. It's still a customs union, and the yeah, whole but point what's wrong with, what's of wrong with Brexit that? was because we voted to um, on make our own trade deals. And but under you the can customs still union, trade you can't. out. Can't. No, 
the whole point of the customs union. Sec, the whole point of the customs union is you trade as a block with the EU, and we will that incidentally, um, the all the time that we stay in the EU, we will obviously have to sort of be under those rules. We can't strike any trade. But it maintains maintains continuity of Europe, so we can still trade frictionlessly with them. And we with need, Europe. yeah, which but is but we can't we, strike our own trade deals. That's a stipulation. But it there depends. is no freedom of movement, and there. It's why we've had why they talk about. Point two point oh and bespoke mm. because and that's what Corbyn has said. Yeah, and Ken Clark was a fan of customs union two dot But the EU have never have, haven't offered that at any point. But they haven't but, turned around and said because in their mind and this goes back through the whole process. If if we turn around with that arrangement, mm. which and we strike a trade deal with the US that looks great and we sort of have a foot in both camps yeah. yeah the next when it comes around for italy or yeah. france or spain they're going to say hang on that sounds like a good deal yeah and who, that's who wouldn't want that? all along that's what the eu have said yeah. no you either sign up to these agreements or you don't okay and they will not and that's the bit that i think is probably going on behind closed doors with may and corbyn mm. where actually she's probably having to coach him through various aspects of <laughs> what has gone on and what actually it's the text means and right and th- there was a rumor when they first met the time before the chakrimana walkout yeah that she came in and it actually came that she was saying oh no jeremy you can't that's not possible this is this is actually you what this means. Me that this he's is not fully versed in all this stuff. But mm. but if that's if that's the start, like if yeah. that's what they're discussing now, it, it doesn't exactly fill us with hope that something concrete, concrete and quick yeah. can be achieved. No, okay. So we think so. You're both very keen to dismiss the cross party talk. So do they? But how, how do they both come out? How do they come out of this without looking? If we then get a no deal, they both they, are super tarnished. Because I know ha- you guys are will. kind of up for it, she, but no one else. Seems she will to have be. to agree to either a general election or a second referendum. Which we're from. now calling a confirmatory vote. Yes. Is that right? It's yes. all about the semantics. It's yeah. all about the semantics. Does anyone know what we're talking about? Uh, how will they come out of it? Well, it's, I mean, uh, Corbyn's position, if he just holds the line, will be stronger than if he doesn't. That's that's the, the, the sort of, mm. the corner that she's painted herself into. Yeah. And uh, Theresa May, Theresa May will come out of this as the 21st century Neville Chamberlain for my money. Um, the, the same way that Neville has gone down... For our younger listeners, of which there are a few, would you... Right, Neville Chamberlain. In 1939, Neville Chamberlain went to Germany, came back after meeting that nice Mr Hitler with um, a piece oh of paper. And he, and, he, and he landed and said, famously, I have in my hand a piece of paper guaranteeing peace in our time. Mm-hmm. And a few months later, the worst war the world has ever seen broke out. Obviously, are we going he to got with that one wrong. No, but, but this, by the same token, her... Uh, slogan Brexit means Brexit will be, be as utterly meaningless mm. as a piece in our time. She, yeah. she will be as, as laughable a figure in history as Neville Chamberlain because she hasn't, she's misread the entire situation for completely. a really long time. Yeah, for a really long time. I mean, I still think maybe, so maybe it just gets revoked and it doesn't happen. Maybe it just doesn't happen. I can't see how that is. Uh, political possibility but but we're not it hasn't been lived on for two years but that was a two-year process where on on which it was meant to be discussed and then decided but we're but we're nowhere near it are we like we've got these fake dates but we've had so many countdowns in this countdown i mean we spoke about other 
part like the new Brexit party last week. Yeah. I do the recent polling came out yesterday regarding UKIP and they combined UKIP and the Brexit party. Yeah. And said at the moment on the polling figures they make up 15%. It's terrifying, isn't Which, it, for the Tories? Well, they, well, the they will Tory have to rank have a and sit- file at the weekend rebelled and said, we're not taking part in these elections. Yeah. They're meaningless, pointless yeah. embarrassment. And, and worse than that, it's like... Anne-Marie Morris said she's not even going to vote yeah. for the Tories. Is um, that your stomach, Tom? Is very hungry. It's because Paul was supposed to bring in uh, breakfast because he was late. But well, they were croissants. So yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so we've got Tories not voting for Tories. We've got, and we've got the kind of hardcore Brexiteers sort of seeping out of the Tories and going and joining the Brexit party or the UKIP party, which is, which has taken a... If, if we do end up going voting in the EU elections, the result will be fantastically interesting. Labour's out in front with 38%, according to that Open Europe but it, poll this morning. That, that's assuming that anyone votes... Yeah, so this is the thing, isn't it? Okay. Voter turnout on these are particularly low, so it could, it's all a bit up for grabs. Yeah, if someone someone comes up to you in the street and asks you if you were going, which way would you vote? Um, then you give them a, an answer. But mm. if you actually wake up on the day and think, why would I waste half an hour of my day? Half an hour? What? You've got to walk down the road. <laughs> yeah. Ponder for a bit. Ponder? <laughs> You're right. I walk been, down, right? We are renowned for pondering, aren't all we? Right. Look at the Ten minutes, whatever. I, but yeah. any any of my day taking part in in a um in an election which is an absolute utter insult to me actually a joyous festival of democracy and it has got and it has got an emoji now it, did you it, see that it's the you love it's, an emoji you put it on your instagram post it's westminster spitting in our faces and we're sort of lining up to get to get our faces spatting if we take part in the election it's ridiculous it's the utter opposite of what we voted for. But this has all been the but this is the, has all been the opposite of what we voted for, isn't it? Like no one voted for calamity. This calamity. No one voted for these depressing IMF which, predictions for next year. I mean, which is why we just get we will just get protest votes. You can't. What is the you, protest? You could vote see a massive UKIP vote, couldn't you? If, yeah, they, could, mm, if not, they could be bothered putting people in in seats, you, they, they're right, struggling yeah. to put people in seats. UKIP should be finished as yeah. a party. Yeah, they should. When but the, they've the just the been yeah, job done. So, yeah, it should and. I think, it, in a weird way, the Brexit party, and you, it will be interesting to see how much of the overlap is with UKIP or how much it is with the sort of ERG group yeah, Tory that would supporters. Be because... Or if the whole thing is just boycotted. I, I, I can't see why anyone would bother. Other than think, political really? extremists. Sounds like a campaign that you're about to <laughs> get going. Don't on. turn into Russell Brand. Remember when he told us all not to vote? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So no, don't become the no, true no, I, news. I, you're right. I, I will vote, uh, even if I just vote and, and write rude things on my ballot paper. No, you won't do that either. possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I will turn up at least and, and carry out my democratic but, yeah. Yeah. responsibility. You can very well just have a lot of people... I don't know what the figures are for normal EU election turnout, but I'm guessing it's not 50%. I doubt it. I think more people listen to our podcast maybe than vote. So, Of course. (laughs) I think you could actually see a lot of angry people going out voting as a a way. And you could have the the, the way they were looking at uh, as the whole of the EU, the Mm. populist sort of Eurosceptic groups, they are very fearful that there will be the second largest block in the EU after these elections will be populist Eurosceptic yeah, opinions. Absolutely. And yeah. Good grief. we actually could, if we do have this year extension, we could be discussing things with a very different EU mm. to the yeah. one that we have been discussing 
previously. Yeah. Um, that, that is a really good point, actually, that the, the entire makeup of the chamber will change and the entire art, you know, shift, thrust of the argument. Do you think that change. works in our favour if it becomes a more populist Almost body? Almost certainly it will, yeah. Absolutely. What, so they start giving out nice, favourable terms for people well, that want to Well, there are leave. fewer vested interests to make us look um, stupid. Yeah. And much more, mu- a lot more vested interests to make it look like a reasonably easy uh, political manoeuvre mm. so that they can follow suit. And Intrigue. they will be less, less vested in the European project, project and more in how do we get Where does Macron go? Well, you're gonna have to get a job at Facebook or something. That seems quite blue sky. <laughs> yeah, <still>. Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, so this is okay. So this, so we've got everything to play for, but we don't really know anything yet because this summit doesn't start till this afternoon, does it? It doesn't. But I uh, obviously thought about this mm. going in, and I still think it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. Great. Um, because <laughs> because she will just go in and plead her corner, and uh, the EU will just say, "Yeah, well, thanks for that, Theresa. Bye." And we'll be back to exactly where we are right now. Nothing will change. Nothing will change. But with an extension till June or no extension? Uh, my my feeling is that uh, Macron really will dig his heels in. Yeah. Because what's in it for... Unless there's some behind closed doors leveraging going on right now, the politically prudent thing for him to do is stick to his guns. Yeah. They they will... I, I, I think it will turn out that they offer the long extension... With the year that Theresa doesn't want, mm. and they will say the caveat to that being you can leave if you agree the deal at any point. Yeah, that's Tusk's position. Yeah, and, that sounds and I, fair. But that, but that seems far too reasonable for it to ever have a chance of being passed. Because it, again, it seems <laughs> like oh, we can just leave when you're ready, Britain. It's all right. And but that has on, not been the tone of any the debate. The conditions that we can't negotiate the withdrawal agreement, we can't talk about the future relationship, that, uh, and we can't. Also, pa- and we've got to participate. Liam in these Fox and his trade department you, can't yeah, exist. All those can't conditions exist. have not been nailed down yet, but you can guarantee all those conditions will be uh, punitive, and they will absolutely not be in Britain's favour. And we'll just be. Uh, I mean, I mean, talk about. Um, you know, taking um, instructions from the EU will absolutely be the lapdog of Europe. Yeah, for I mean, the Arlene Foster the... said this is humiliating, and I think we'd all agree. With, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think the the bit today is we voted, or a large swathe of the country voted to take back control, Quite. and we are completely lacking Without in any control. control. Yeah. I think yeah. The, yeah. The, the Steve control, Barclay said yeah. the exact thing didn't yeah. he, this the morning. EU have yeah. have all, all the, the control. control. So well, well done. <laughs> well, do we think Steve might be the next one to go? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like if you've got Brexit in your job title, you've got to go. Absolutely, yeah. Give it till lunchtime. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, we will reconvene after your holiday if you come. If you come back. If I come back. Um, Enjoy. Yeah. Talk to some people in on the streets of Madrid in a polite way. I will do that. Um, And see what they think. It'd be interesting to hear. It'd be interesting to hear what they're saying. In those, in those I Irish re- bars I will report back. Yeah, do. <laughs> okay. Um, one final thing. We have been, we're, we're available to be nominated in the listener's choice category for the British Podcast Awards. So we're asking all our listeners, and actually the people who appear on the panel, I'm looking at you, Paul Baldwin, to Already vote done. for Already us. done. Tick. We've, we've got a hilarious acceptance speech for when we obviously win already. <laughs> um, so it would be great if our, list, our loyal listeners could give uh, us a vote, which you can do on the website. I appreciate your optimism. Yeah, I have reasons to be cheerful. Absolutely. Um, Guys, as always, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. See you on the other side. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Brexit The Final Countdown. If you like what you heard, make sure you click subscribe. And if you really enjoyed it, you could always leave us a review.